Good morning, Raboisai! Afreilchen Chanukah! Lili Nishmasim Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai! Sponsored by the Freeman and Sherman families, Mazel Tov! In honor of the engagement of the children Shoshan and Akiva, may the wedding take place in Shaltoivon Mutzlachas, in the memory of Menachem Mendel Ben Simcho. This is from Kalman from the Five Downs. The guys that work so hard every day and all night to make it happen every day in the Gantz Chaburo. Yishkoyach, Reb Kalman. Arnest Chodesh, Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting. Yossi Klein from Superior Plumbing Monsi. Raboisai, today is the seventh and final day of Tumen Tahara. And it's a great treat. It's a very, very easy sugi today. I have my own little Torah on the sugi. What's going on, Ellie? I don't know what that means. I have no idea. Sound is no good. It's good. He's saying it's good. Oh, YouTube is off. The it's, smudged. it's not smudged. How's it now? Is it better? Okay. I have a, a theory. I haven't seen this anywhere. I hope I'm, I'm not saying shtuyot completely. We just went through six days of intensive Tumen Tahara. And it just seems to me that rather than the, than the Gemara, the Ravina Ravashi saying, Reboi said, let's do Chazara. The Gemara, in its own distinct way, does a chazara for us. It goes through the sugya, all the things that we learned. So today is going to be very, very familiar already. We're going to just go through things that we learned. A couple of things in the beginning, maybe new. Here's an email from Kalman. In the Mary Mendel Ben Simcha, Chag Sameach, Fred Chanukah, Rabbi Shua, Rabbi for the newsletter. Rabbi Yisrael staying up all night. Waiting for my sponsorship notes. Binyamin from Cedars. Is he on today? What's going on? I haven't seen him in a while. He's on. Wow. And the Gans Chabura, that slave away. I'm not making this up. He wrote, Rabinyamin of Cedars. To make it all work. Love you all. My MDY family regards. Kalman of the Five Towns. This is from Jay Spitzer. Yesterday's daf was sponsored in memory of Alan Braverman. Although Alan was six years younger than me. This is from Jay Spitzer. From Canada. Remember Jay? I remember him from the night chair. I thought maybe he's gone, but I guess he's still watching. Baruch Hashem. Ah, that's Mishpachas here. Um, he's younger than me, but I remember him well. We both lived in the same neighborhood in Montreal and dived into the same shul. Our families were quite close. My younger brother, Avi, was Alan's age, and they remained friends into the adult years. Alan's a great all-around kid. You know the way older brothers find their younger siblings' friends annoying? Alan did not have that effect. He was quick, he was a quick study with a sharp wit and gave the impression of being more mature than many of his contemporaries. Hearing his name yesterday transported me back to my youth, it's hard to believe that he's gone for four years. May his neshama have an aliyah. Yesterday I asked Avi, he was talking about planes in the middle of Shir, I asked him what's going on, he explained to me, he said, a beautiful Misa. This is what he wanted to say. He said that Alan had a dream of flying on a private jet. So they decided it was the end of his life, he was very sick, and they decided to ask, this guy, Binyamin Klein from Chicago, he owns a private jet. He owns a couple now. So they called him up and they said, there's a guy in there, Yisrael. The kids, or what happened was, this Binyamin Schwartz couldn't fly his plane into Israel, but he paid a guy that had a private jet in Israel to fly the whole mishpacha, everybody, down Teilat, take care of them, bring them back. Stop, a guy has no, no shaykhs to anything, decided to do chesed. That's what, that was his point. The chesed of... Of somebody else, and it's it a beautiful story. At the end of the day, I didn't. I just cut him off. I feel bad. Um, <clears throat> do we have time for another one? Here, this guy has a tine on me. He's a great guy, but he has some tinus. I like tinus. There's Rebelli, long-time watcher, first-time emailer. <clears throat> I'd like to thank you. No, I'm obligated to thank you for helping me get through Erevin. It was. I was extremely worried that I won't be able to continue keeping up with the Dafyomi, and then I found you. You immediately eased my. Mind and I knew that you were the answer to my fears. I have the pleasure of teaching together with your Choshev Andrew Bitsinserich Joslowski here in Flatbush. Flatbush, there's a couple of people here that went to Flatbush. Um, she's, she has a tangible hashpah 
on her Talmidus and gives over Torah with such sweetness and love, I can tell you related. My kids love hearing your good morning, Rabbi Yisai, Shivening, and they sit down to learn the daf. And then he goes, I initially thought that you scream good morning instead of hello or shalom aleichem in order to avoid the issue of greeting people before you daven as per Simon 89 in Shulchan Aruch. However, it was strange to see that you have a shmu segment post shira each day. Today I finally had my answer when you told over the story of Chavrusa with the rooster. You probably daven early before the shir. Quite unlikely, since the shir is so early in the morning. <clears throat> Although there is a minion hour based medrash, if you want to be the dan in in MDY, there's a minion and they, they keep on going. Fine. I'm assuming that you rely on the fact they have a set minion later on that will prevent you from getting carried away and forgetting to daven. And since it's Zikir Rab and the Shmuzing is part of our Bazaz Taira, either way, thank you again for bringing the Gemara to life and communicating. So listen, if he has Amichai Gez, aka Anonymous, if he has a Taina, I have to Avisim Nikim. Listen, what about the fact that I stop in the middle of Shir and I give a joke? I say over Maisa, we talk about jets. Bitula Zuhu Kiyuma. This is part of our learning. This is what the Olam wants. This is what they need. And after Shir, it's Torah just like anything else. This is what the Olam wants. They, if, when I don't go on to Zoom afterwards, then the Olam disappears. They don't, this is part of the Shir. The Zoom after is part of the Shir. That is what I'm saying. Take it to the Rav. Rabbi Yisai, here we go. Daf Chaf, the final Daf. I know, I know you guys are going to miss this, just like we miss Erevin. This is Tumen Tahiro. Dav Chof Omud Aleph. Two lines down. So, yesterday we were discussing if a person checks an animal based on meat and he finds a needle inside the meat, the meat is Tomei, his hands and the knife are Tahar. Says the Gemara, the Shas's favorite topic. Again, check it out. We'll figure it out by the end of Shas. But, how did we make this piece of meat? Every piece of food that gets tumma needs a hechsher tumma. You have to pour water on it. You have to something. Says the Gemara, So maybe you'll tell me, as you're shechting the animal, the blood squirts out of the vein and touches the neck, the meat around the neck. And that's all you need. You need one drop of liquid touching the entire giant animal. That's enough. To make the animal susceptible to Tumah. So you're starting to see over here that the Gemara is doing a little bit of a Chazara. We learned this concept and we're repeating so that we have it clear. Right? Instead of Ravina, Rabbi say, stop here, do two days of Chazara. I'm going to stick it in gently. I'm going to ask a little Kasha that's not so schwer. We're going to put in all these sugyas. That what? We learned that blood that doesn't spill on the floor. Why doesn't it spill on the floor? Because you got to catch the blood with a cup, with a clean, not like this, a nice clean shares. So it's not tishpachen It's not like water. Only water has the ability to be machshulikabotuma. You sprinkle it on the meat, poof, then the meat can become tummy. But blood not. What about the damatamtis? That's not blood, we said. So therefore, blood doesn't have the ability to be machshir. You know that blood is one of the seven mashkim. But not this blood in the Beis HaMikdash. Blood in the Beis HaMikdash, you have to catch in a kli. So what are you going to tell me? There's two liquids in the butcher area of the Beis HaMikdash. There's blood and there's water. So maybe it's the water. What's dachan? Dachan, we learned, there's a lotion of tahar. Not only are they tahar, the, the water doesn't become tameh, or doesn't have the ability to impart tuma, but they don't, it doesn't even have the ability to make anything else, muksher lekabel tuma. So, there's a beautiful chinuch here, but before we go to the chinuch, you have to see Rash here. Okay, let's go one more line. Ve'elo... The iskasher bechibas hakodesh. The Gemara tells us a brand new concept that we didn't have yet in Shas, and that's called chibas hakodesh, the love of gedusha. Until now, we had food that's not susceptible to tuma, but because of chibas hakodesh, the, the tremendous love that we have for the mitzvah of kachim, it turns it into food. What's the pshat? So Rashi says over here. Rashi says, 
it creates food. So the Chinuch explains it beautifully. He says, you know, we think that it's a, it's a modern day thing that you have to wash an apple before you eat it, and you have to cleanliness. No, it's in the Torah. The Torah says before you eat food, clean it. Make sure it's proper before it goes into your mouth. Before you clean it, before you put water on it, it's not food. That's what the Torah tells us. The Chinuch says this. It's not clean. But in the Beis HaMikdash, since we have Chibas HaKodesh, the Torah says, you know what, we're going to go away with that. We're going to do away with that rule. We don't need that rule. It's food without, without that proper cleaning because we love it so much. We're going to fress it before we even clean it. Says the Gemara, wait a minute. That's beautiful pshat. That's great if you want to say that this meat is possible. Okay? You're using some sort of outside chinuch kind of svara, good. But you're going to tell me that it's so, so mushal kabotumah that it, it even. It even has enough ability to give over tumah to something else? And if yes, okay, maybe yes, who told you not? Well then, if that's the case, tivshoit then you, if that's the case, that's so tame, then we have an answer to Rishlakish's question. That what? When we were learning Menachas, I had the, the uh, privilege to make a mincha in the middle of shir brought in flour, brought in oil, and started mixing it. Now what happens is, it's gooey, I don't even know how they do it, but you have all these clumps, and if you open up the clump, you'll see the oil didn't reach every single grain of, of flour. So Rishlokosh asked the question, what happens to a clump? Is it that tummy because it didn't get wet? So over here, you're telling me, that it should be according to what we just said. It should be so, so tummy that it can even make a reason in a shady. So you see not. From the fact that Rishlokish didn't know, we don't say that. What's going on here? We had a shlamim. A shlamim is unique that you get to eat a lot of the meat. In order, Rashi explains, in order to remove the hide of the animal, what they did was they used to give it a lot of water to drink, and that removed the hide easier. We learned that a lot in Zavachim. He just came back from the river, the animal just finished drinking, and it's dripping wet. And that water from the river, not from the basement Bachaya, not from the butcher area, but from outside of the Beisad Mikdash, that went and touched the neck of the animal or whatever part of the animal, Poof, the whole animal becomes susceptible to tumah now, and that's why if there's a needle in the animal, the whole animal is tummy. So we have to see Rashi. Beautiful Rashi here. <clears throat> Two lines before it gets wide. Before, if, take a look, try to find it. I want to tell you a maisa from Rav Shalom Shvadron. The famous Magad Yerushalayim, Rav Pesach Kron has all these books, the Magad speaks. Rav Shalom Shvadron says a maisa. You know, my brother, every time I go into my brother's car, that's all I hear is Rav Shalom Shvadron in Yiddish, screaming. He says a maisa. He was walking in Shalayim, and he sees a kid fly off his bike, hit his head in the concrete, and he's crying. So he runs over to the kid, and he starts consoling the kid. Don't worry about it. That comes out the Baba. He's walking down, and she says, Rebbe, daignisht. What are you so worried about? He'll live. He'll make it this chasana. What are you so worried? And she walks over to the kid and she takes a look at the kid to see if he's all right. And she realizes that it's her grandchild. And she let out a shriek. She started screaming and crying. Oh, it's a kind. It's your own child. Then all of a sudden everything changed. To the other kid, you can say, don't worry about it. Say there. Come say there. But all of a sudden it's your kid. You realize your kid is in Tsaris. Zok Drashi, look at this. Two lines from the wide. Ah, all of a sudden, Shlomim becomes yours. When it becomes yours, <laughs> then, oh, he's very busy. Before, when it was for the base of Migdosh, no, he's bringing carbon to Hashem. 
But he's not so misasic, he doesn't care that much. Now that it's his, oh, he brings it to the Nahar, he feeds it, he drinks it, everything is gishmak. Okay, this idea of human nature, when it's yours, all of a sudden it becomes very important, and the, the, other people's stuff, not so much. Says the Gemara, Nimses beperish akol tar. If you find this needle inside the kishkis of the animal, inside its waist, it's all tar. Ask the Gemara, where did this animal just come from? It just came from the river. It just drank a lot. So what's inside its intestines? A lot of water. So the waste is very liquidy. That water should go ahead and be machshulikabotuma. It has. It still has a shem mashkin on, on the water. We're talking about you, right? The waste is very thick. There's no liquid here. It's dry, dried out. Ravashi Omar, perish rako. No, we can talk about that it's liquid. <clears throat> And this is far we had already twice in the sugya. You can't consider this mashka. This is not liquid that has the ability to make basar susceptible to tuma. It's smelly, disgusting. It's already in its in its kishkas. Save this idea because I, I had a tremendous einfeld. Maybe later for how this daf is connected to Hanukkah. The inside, the innards of an animal, saruach. The second it comes in, saruach. Says the Gemara, Tani Tanaka made the Rav so Tana, yes. Ishkoyach, I need a drink. No, you mean, it's not, you're right, if it's sauce, it's sauce, but it's open. You open up the animal, there's water everywhere. I'm not saying that the water, it's not like a balloon, the water's inside. The water came out, stuff is happening. You're asking me, where did you get water? The problem is, if you're inside the Beis Hamikdash, there's no water that could be matama. Where do you introduce a mashka? Blood is not mashka. Water. Is not, I'll tell you where. He just went to drink outside in the nar. His stomach is full of water. That water spilled out everywhere. If it's tied up in a in a balloon and it's kishkis, you're right. It's tumas beis astarim tuma blua. But but here's a way to get. Just like we said yesterday, how did he get the? He came from outside the Beis Hamikdash. He was on so he came from outside. I'm telling you how he brought water inside the Beis Hamikdash without be, without it being part of the Beis Hamikdash. That's not Mashal Kavotuma. There's a way. It's in his kishkis. But once it comes into his kishkis, it's no longer water. Says the Gemara. Tani Tanaka made the Rav There was a Tana, you know, one of these microphones that used to talk in front of the Amaraim, the Tanaim. Sheretz metamis amashkin. Umashkin, I gotta show you this chart. Okay, final chart for today, basically, for the sugya. Here's a sheretz that's touching water, that's touching a kli, that touches food, that touches liquid. Sheretz to liquid, to kli, to food, to liquid. Each and every one, I'm gonna spare you the whole length of Rashi. I just put it here, the kits or nimrits, if you wanna look at the chart later. I don't wanna be mabal with anybody, but that a sheritz makes liquid tame, that's from a kavachimer, from a kli. That, 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 the, that the mashka makes, and this is again chazor of everything we learned, that the mashka makes a kli tame that's from the word yitma, not yitame, the way the Torah says it. And that the, the kli makes the oichel. This is, by the way, a keg, a nice metal keg, kishmak. And then this keg, you're going to ask me, why a keg? Why not the uh, stem? And then the keg the, is barley. Food. And then you, instead of reading a yitma, you read it yitame. And then it says yitma twice. Yitame, yitame. So I learned that food can make liquids. Tame. I learned. But what do we have here? We have a rishon, sheni, shlishi, revi. Four levels of tuma. Now, if we go over here, back to our chart. There's only basically two levels, Rishon and Shani, Shlishi maybe in the Truma, Ravi in Kachim. Says the Gemara, Sheretz metamis amashkin. So first I have the Sheretz that makes the liquid tummy. Umash metamis achli, and then it makes the kli tummy. Ukli metamis achli, and the And the kli touches the food. Ba'achli metamis amashkin. Vilamadnu shaloish tumais b'sheretz. So over here I see three levels of tumma. 
Asked the Gemara, Hani Arbohein. What are you talking about? I see four. Rishon, Cheni, Shlishi, Revi. Says the Gemara, Goiz, Mashkin, the Reisha. You need to remove the liquids of the Reisha. So, here, here, here goes. Oh, oh, Rabbi, say, here goes. Oh, Vezmir, didn't work. Fine. We're done. So now we have a sheret that touches the metal, the cleat. Says the Gemara, Adarabe, go, he's mashing the safe. You know what's happening now, right? We got to take this guy off. Let's take this guy off completely and put him over here, maybe. Fine. So now, why do you remove the mashkin from the beginning? Take the mashkin off to the end. Rishon, Shani, Shlishi. Perfect. Now you have three. This guy's blank. Says the Gemara. Check this out. Going back, Chazara. We had three shitois. Here's the sheretz touching the mashka, and the mashka touches the food or the kli. And then we said Rabbi Huda retracted. And we had a Shiloh that he retracted both or they retracted kli. Kli for sure, right? He retracted. So in Melo, we have zero manda omrim that say that the mashka could be mitama here. Rameir says it can't even be mitama food. And Rabbi Yosef and Rabbi Shimon say it could only be mitama food but not a kli. So we have no one who says that a mashka could be mitama a kli. So I can't say then a mashkin would have a clip. Fine. Right? There's no one who says this. Mashkin is metama kli. So I need to remove this guy. So I take him off. And, and, and it comes over here. Fine. Back over here. Great. And Rabbi Yehuda retracted it. Says the Gemara. You want to remember this? Remember... A beer keg. That's why I put a keg here. How does it work, a beer keg? I take the cleave first, then I pour in the barley malt, and then I pour in water. That's how I make ingredients. That's how I do it. Memela, I don't put the water first over here. The water comes all the way at the end. And Memela, that's how I remember. You want to remember this? Beer keg. Beer keg, barley, water. Not awesome. So that's another sugi that we had, remember? If the sheretz is inside a kli, hanging in mid-ear, so the bread becomes a sheni. Why? Because the kli becomes a rishon, and the pas becomes a sheni. And here the Gemara is going to address, no one fixes question that he asked when we were learning that sugi. Mamish that question. Baruch Hashem, I told him to answer the Gemara. I cheated, I saw it in Rashi and I told him. Says the Gemara, Because the Tanur, the, the Kli, becomes a Tchila, meaning a Rishon. Why don't we view the entire Kli as if it's full of Tuma? The, the mouse is in there, it spreads its Tuma everywhere. Why is it only that you say that the, the kli received the tumah? But shouldn't the, it be there? Shouldn't it be hanging out in the kli? Then this bread got the tumah directly from the mouse, not from the kli. It's not, why do you have to say that the bread touched the kli that touches the mouse? The bread got it from the mouse directly. Why is the bread any different than the kli? I would think that if I put another vessel, let's say I put a needle, not a piece of bread, put a needle in here, maybe it should be Mikabal Tumah. No, it's not. Let's turn to the Avchofam and Beis, Tamad Loimar, Kol Shabbatoycha Yitma, Misamachlei, Mikola Oichel. It says in the passage, Kol Shabbatoycha Yitma, everything inside the Klicheres becomes Tamad. Misamachlei, and right away it says, Mikola Oichel, only food. Oichel Metamim Avir Klicheres, Vein Kola Kalim Metamim Meavir Klicheres. So, what do you see here? The fact that another kli doesn't become tummy that tells me that the ear space of this kli is not full of tumah. And if the ear space of the kli is not full of tumah, therefore it doesn't impart tumah to food 
directly. It only, it's a special halacha that the kli becomes tummy. And once the kli becomes tummy, it imparts tumma to something touching it, but not through the ear. Rashi just says here, two major halachas, that a person and a kli cannot receive tumma. From here you see, they cannot receive tumma, only, they can only receive tumma from an av hatumma, and not from a rishon. That's what he says. Um, okay. <clears throat> Fine. Zog the Gemara. What do you say? Oh, yeah, sponsorship. The turning of that sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Rucham Chayafua, Olea Shalom, Basr of Dave Pinchas, Ibadul Chaim Toivim, and Lili Nishmas, Rebichil Shraga ben Avroma Levi, Olea Shalom. And Lili Nishmas Menachem Mendel Ben Simcha, sponsored by Kama from the Five Towns. And sponsored by the Fine and Pearl families in the Schos of Rafur Shlema, of Mindel Elka, Bas, Edel, she should have Rafur Shlema. Rav Chizda Rami Pischa Pischa. So here we go, Rabbi said, put on your seatbelts. These are all very, very simple sugyas, a lot of words, <coughs> but we've done them and we know them inside out. So, question from Pesach and Pesach, Umishani. And he answers. The Rishua really say, going back to the first Mishnah of the Sugya, did it really say that you could take chametz, that's truma, that is tame, and burn it together with chametz, that's truma, that's talui, that's only a suffix? Could you burn the two together, even though you, with your hands you're making one tame? Says Rabbi what is the connection? To anything that we just learned. Going back to Yudal Aleph. If you could put a piece of meat that's a shani into the fire together with a piece of meat that's a reshine. Okay, you could do that. What or as we said, a shlishi into the fire with a reshine. Maybe this is not the right picture. The point is what's the connection? The two pieces of meat are both 100% tome. They're on different levels of tuma, but they're both tome. And here's Rabbi Kiva's case one more time. Say goodbye to this case. Rabbi Kiva says you can take oil that's touched by tful yayim. You guys remember what tful yayim, the guy with the towel. Touch the oil, so the oil becomes a shlishi. I could put the oil that's a shlishi into an avatuma. And by that, I'm making the shlishi into a rishon. Right? Why is this avatuma? Because it's metal. And metal that touches a av becomes an av. And if it's avatuma and it touches oil, the oil goes down to a reshine. I can take a shlishi and make it a reshine. That's huge. However, don't bring any raya to, to chametz. Why? Because they're both possible, they're both tame. Tame and possible, the same thing. And we'll even agree if you have truma, that is tome. Okay, so one is a shiny, one is a reshine, but I put them together. Great, I, I admit to that. But don't tell me that you could take truma that I don't even know if it's tome. That's different. So you're telling me that there's no such Manda Omar, but there is a Manda Omar that says, Rabbi Yossi says, no, nobody says this. Nobody says you could burn such truma. What do you mean nobody says it? It's in our mission, Daf Yudalad. Rabbi Shua says it. So the answer is, Rabbi Shimon says, our Mishnah that says the Rabbi Shua is matter, that's Rabbi Shimon. So you see how the Gemara, in my opinion, the Gemara is stuck in a whole sugya. We just went through Rabbi Kiva, we just went through all under our nose. We asked the question, we said the answer. So we did a chazar on the sugya. Our Erev Pesach falls out like in our year. Our Pesach. It falls out on Shabbos. So what do you do? We had the sugya also. You do beer chomets on everything. Everything. You take the truma that's only tome, that's only talui. Even, we don't know for a fact. 
Rabbi Yomer, Tahoyer b'fnei atzma, Utluyer b'fnei atzma, I have to separate them. Utmeyer b'fnei atzma. All three separate fires. Omer Rabbi Shimon, comes Rabbi Shimon, here's Rabbi Shimon, that's Michael. L'nechlik Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Shua, Tahoyer v'altmeyer sh'sarfin, there's no machlaikis, al-tluyer v'altmeyer sh'sarfin. You could take Suffolk and put it in a fire with tar. Why? Because since there's no cheskas tum on it, again, tar, 100% tar, Suffolk tar. Suffolk tome, actually. Put it in one fire. Put it in Suffolk tome. But there's no chazak on it. And Mimele, it doesn't look, Rashi says, it doesn't look as if you're burning tome together with tar. As if you're doing it biyadayim. Amen nechliku. So where is the machlekes? Alatluyev alatmeya. Suffolk tome with tome. Sher elezer oimet. Yisar zubaz and zubazma. Virabi Yeshua Oimer, here's the Rabbi Yeshua that's Mekel. And that's like in our Mishnah. I could burn both of them together. Why? Because you're not, he holds, you're not Muzer al Shmirosa. You're not Mechuyev to watch it. It's only a Suffolk. Suffolk, you're not Mechuyev to watch. That's what he holds. Ask the Gemara, that's very good. It, it sounds great. Our Mishnah is very Mekel because it goes according to Rabbi Yeshua. It goes according to. What do you mean? Our Mishnah goes according to Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi is the one that says there's no, no such person that says it. And all of a sudden, our Mishnah is, our Mishnah is Rabbi Yaisi. Look at the Mishnah. It says the name Rabbi Yaisi. It says, Rabbi Yaisi, the mayor, this is what Rabbi Yaisi meant. I feel Rabbi Shimon. Even Rabbi Shimon, who's extremely Mekel here, he's only Mekel in a case where you have Suffolk and Tomei. He never said the case of the Mishnah where you're taking something that's 100% tar with something that's 100% tar. That they never said. A suffolk with 100% fine, but not 100% tar and 100% tar and put them in one fire. That he never said. That's what Rabbi Yosef was trying to say. Says He had a question from regular truma from all year round to the Pesach truma. Did Rabbi Shua really say they could burn tar and tar every Pesach? Again, a sugi that we had. You have a barrel of wine that is truma, and it developed a suffix. We don't know that somebody that's tummy touched it or not. Remember, I didn't pull it out, but remember the, the pasuk, Meshmeresh truma isai, is a kri or ksiv. Do we read it plural or singular? Are you mechuyiv to watch something that has a suffix or not? Maybe only truma that you know for sure that it's truma, you have to watch. If you say it's plural, truma is sign. Two. Even truma that you have a suffolk on, you have to watch. That was that sugya. If it was in a hefker place, he holds to watch it. If it was uncovered, cover it. And Rishua says the opposite. Put it in a hefker place. Let somebody that's tummy touch it. And then what? I'll know what to do with it. I'll burn it. I'm not mechuyiv to watch it. So let somebody touch it. What does it say here though? It says, I could uncover it. That doesn't mean I made a tummy. That means I allow somebody else to come along and by mistake, elbow it and make a tummy. That's a grama. But I never said that you could take tahar and put it in a fire with tummy. Where did I say that? So that's, and in our mission it says mefurish, that biyodayim. I could take it with my hands, put it into the fire. Take tahar truma, put it into the fire. Isn't that a contradiction? Over here we're saying you can't do a biyodayim. You can only do a grama. So once again, the Gemara is stuck in a whole nother sugi here, under our nose, as a chazar, I believe. And the answer is simple. This is Rabbi Shimon, according to Rabbi Yeshua, that says it's okay, you could do a biyadayim. And this is Rabbi Yosef, I leave the Rabbi Yeshua that says you can't. Rabbi Loza, Rabbi Truma, Truma, Mishani. Rabbi Loza had a kasha, a contradiction. Yom, Rabbi Yeshua, Gromi, and biyadayim, loy. Did Rabbi Yeshua really say that you could do so, you could cause, have Truma, that you have a suffix, achieve pure Tuma, but not biyadayim, viriminu, Another sugi we had. Here we go. You have two vats, the wine press. You have the upper one and the lower one. And there's a barrel of truma on top. There were grapes that are chulin tome on the bottom. Tome 
wine on the bottom. What's going to happen is there's a this sprung a leak, and the truma is leaking down, and if it hits the bottom, you can't drink the bottom one, and you can't drink the top one. The top one you can't drink because it's truma that just became tome by touching the bottom. The bottom one you can't drink because it's tome. Nothing you can do about it. So Mimela, what's the halacha? The bottom one is tome. If you can run home and get a vessel that's tar and save this amount from $100,000 worth of wine, all you could save is this, go ahead and save a revius, take a $100,000 loss and save your tiny little bit of wine. That's the halacha. Why? Because you're not allowed to be metama truma biyadayim. You're not allowed to do so with your hands. But if you can't even save this amount, then we allow you to start saving your property. Rebeleza says, no, even in that case, let it be destroyed. You cannot... I, if, if, if I catch wine, I'm making it tummy. And what am I doing? I'm saving the whole bottom vat. But if I don't catch it, it's going to drip into the bottom and become tummy anyway. Your seichel immediately starts working like that. You start having a Moira Hetter. Akash Baruch is not going to be upset at me. Who cares? In, in two seconds from now, it's going to be Tommy. No. You cannot do so with your hands. No, you could be Metamimbiyad. So over here you see, you could do it with your own hands. And before you said you could only do a Groma, a cause, but you can't do it with your hands. And we said the Pshad is because you're losing a lot of money, monetary loss. And then we ask the question, but you're going to have to do another fire, and a bonfire costs money. It costs 35 cents. Well, that buyer left some room of $100,000. For that, we allow left some more. I never said that you could, for, for to not to lose 35 cents, I'm not going to allow you to do this. How do I know this? This, is, this we didn't have, but it's basically the same thing. The Sanyo. The same exact case, but rather than having a barrel of wine, insert a barrel of oil. What's the difference? Oil is not edible. Oil is more for, for lighting. So, what's the pshat? Even if it goes down over here, I could use it to burn. That's the pshat. I could, so it's not a complete loss. Yes, I can no longer eat it in my salad, which is very valuable. Look, people sell that 100% oil stuff and they're constantly putting in their salads and the food. You can't do that. However, I can still light it from an oira. That's it's lower. If he could save it, save it. So what do you tell me? There's some sort of lower, there's some sort of lower level usage called lighting. You know what? There's a lower level usage called perfume. Take the the wine, spray it around. Take it into one of those squirty bottles. Spray, geschmack aroma of, of wine. What are you going to tell me? That, it's not something, it's not considered anything. It's not worth anything. I'm telling you, says Rebbe if you're going to buy wine, buy the cheap one for a seller. And when it comes to perfume, I want you to buy perfume for two sella. Why? Because it's worth something. Perfume is something. Don't tell me perfume is nothing. So how does this tie into Hanukkah? Amazing. The Gemara tells us that perfume is more valuable than wine. Bismaneno also. Perfume costs a lot more than wine per ounce. You know, you buy a little bottle, it costs $200. So I want to ask you a question. I didn't, I'm thinking to myself, what is the smelliest place on earth? Smelliest, most disgusting place on earth? Perhaps 
It's the intestines of a whale. How could there be something smellier than that? If you ever walk by Meisharim, past the fish store, the smell, the stench, times that by 1,000, the thousands of pounds of squid and all that stuff that it eats. Yet, you're not going to believe this. One of the most expensive items that you could purchase today is whale vomit. They, pr- they produce perfume from whale vomit. So maybe that's the connection. That's Hanukkah. HaGosh Baruch wants to show us that you could take the darkest of the dark, the smelliest of the smelly, and make it the most valuable item in the world. That's Hanukkah. The reverse. A lot of us, we're, we're, we're in a matzah, in a marish chayra, we're in a deep, dark place. In a second, HaKadosh Baruch would take that deep place and raise you up to the highest of the highest levels, to the lightest of the light. From whale vomit to, what is it called? The, 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 from whale smell to whale vomit. To, I think it's called hamburgeris, something like that. Some solution. But anyways, it's Muster Haskell of Hanukkah. Zog the Gemara. So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. Yeah, you're right. You could, you could use wine for, for, for perfume, whatever. But we're talking about Bechadosh. It's not aged wine. A non-aged wine, brand new wine, doesn't smell good. Ask the Gemara of Ashley. So, so wait, wait, wait a year. So it doesn't have to smell good now, but right now it has, it has the value. Why can't you save it? You're going to save it and you're going to wait a year. You know what's going to happen through the year. You're going to forget about it. You're going to drink it at the end. Says the same, the same problem you have with oil. We have to say that he puts it in a disgusting clean. He's not going to come to drink it. He's only going to light it. And that you're allowed. Says So let him put the wine in a disgusting uh, clean. Says Doesn't make any sense what you're saying. He wants it for perfume, and what are you going to tell? And he's going to put it into a disgusting clean. It's a contradiction. Uh, should we go right there? Okay, one more thing. That itself is a machloik is tanoim if. We're concerned about that it's going to, to you're going to eventually come to use it by mistake. The barrel of wine of truma that became tomei. Spill it out immediately. No, use it for perfume. Comes along and he says, I'll figure this one out. If it, now if you stop here, remember we learned about we learned this exact thing in our sugya. When do we say We said this. When the third one talks about what the first and second person are talking about, and he says, I'm a like, like this one. But if he comes up with his own shtikotaira, that's not Yovei Ashlishi. I'm going to decide here. If you're in the field, you're not using it for food, spill it out right away. But in the house, then you should use it for perfume. If it's new, like we said before, the difference is new or no. New, what are you going to wait a year? Throw it out. Oh, so here you see this idea that if it's new, takala, not takala. And if it's old, no, I can, it's not takala. I can use it right now for perfume. You're not considered a machria because they never mentioned anything about. Sada, not Sada, Yashin. So you can't come in and add words and say I'm Machriya. But boy, say, have a wonderful Hanukkah, have a wonderful day, have a wonderful Shabbos. Yishrakayach.
Gary told me that, uh, okay, we'll talk about it a different time. Oh, you see? I don't know if you're allowed to, you're allowed to be Makari before Shachras. That's his Taina. I'm not saying Kiruv. I'm saying it's part of the It's part of the Shir. Part of the Shir. This is what the Oilam needs. This is what, this is what we get. What? So when you said when you said that story today, that's the story that I remembered. With the rabbi telling my wow. not to run down do they have other stories because he walked there so often? Do they have a lot of stories from you know seeing him and, and different interactions? I, I, I shared listen, I shared in the past the story with uh, with the Shachar, no? That was your story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bachelor uh, Korea War veteran 
They weren't from, and their last name was Rosenberger, and they lived up in the city of Kansas in the river. So, so this, is, this is the story that I heard from his grandson. He's a, he's a guy in Bethel. Uh, Ellie Miller. Miller, and he says it like this. He says that every morning, the, the Rebbe used to leave at 770, he used to walk down Kings, Kingston Avenue and go visit his mother. And right down that street was the old butcher shop. And he used to, Aaron Miller, right. And he used to nod his head to Rebbe Aaron Miller, he was ready there because he knew him already, you know, for many years, he was a moyo, and he used to come to 770, and, and Chris Miller's there, and he knew him. Anyway, anyways, one day, the Rebbe was walking down the street, and there was a, there was a shofar that, that walked down, and the Rebbe gave him, gave him his hand. So, the ne so and, and he didn't even look at the bottom Miller. The next day, he's standing outside, he sees the Rebbe coming, he says, he says, my hi, what's this? He says, you see me all the time, and you nod your head, but the shofar, you give, you give the, the hand? He says, listen, in my labor, I never nodded my head. Well, well, Yisrael Shalitsky, do you dive in in Reb Chaim Snow's father show? Yeah, he was in the Ami magazine last week. He's one, he's one of my he's very, very close rebellion. Really? Wow. Wow. Yeah. He, wow. came, uh, he came to my kids too because he spoke wow. of, of my kids, uh, Sheva Brothers. Very, very harsh to get. I don't have to tell you that, but wow. Yisrael, you chap, Yisrael, you understand that Chaim Snow is the one that edited your video. Yeah, we we noticed that the, the our article also was also off by forty pages because of the advertisements. Yeah. Oh, going back to that, yeah, they rudely interrupted you. Yeah.